Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 6.34 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer live, Claire Drake Arena. Again, our engineer, Angie Quinnell, Reed Wilkins, is going to join me at 6.47. And then he has inside sports from 7 to 8. Alberta and UBC, a matchup of uh, two of the top six programs in the country. UBC with a 20-4 and record this season. They've, they're, they're at a different level than they've been the last several years. Sven Buttenshawn, the former Oiler uh, defenseman, has done a terrific job. Ian Herbert's coached the Golden Bears. All the Golden Bears have done is, in the last three years that there's actually been a University Cup final, Alberta's gotten there. Unfortunately, they've lost the ball. Should have won the one two years ago in overtime loss to UQTR. Over at Claire Drake, that's at Claire Drake Arena here, over at uh, Rogers Place. Reminder, the Edmonton Oil Kings in action against the Calgary Hitmen. The Oil Kings 5-6-1 in their last 12 games. Uh, they're in year two of a reboot. They're going to take a big step forward next year. The Edmonton Oil Kings, you can see that happening. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. You can get their two condine special for only $37.95 until February the 29th. Visit royalpizza.ca. 14 locations in the Edmonton and surrounding area. Stop recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. As we head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, and welcome back. He's got a cult-like following from the cult of hockey. It's David Staples, and he's our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. David, you speak to the fans. You know that. 16-game winning streak for the Edmonton Oilers, just like everybody predicted when Chris Knobloch took over, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, we might have... You know, Bob, if someone had said to me at the start of the year, before that horrible start, that the Oilers might get a 16-game winning streak, I, I would have said, yeah. I, I thought this team might be one of those historic teams that would only lose, like, you know, 10 to 15 games. That's how good I thought the Oilers were at the start of the year. So, yeah, but 13 games in after uh, that terrible start, no, no one thought this. It's incredible, and it is fantastic. Uh, I know that uh, fans are... They're pumped about it. How, how like how much fun are they having out there? I mean, you you communicate with them, and you know sometimes I we've had some discussions about you know being an aggregator and writing about everything that's said about the Edmonton Oilers, but really there's very there's few and far between critics with what Edmonton's doing right now, isn't there? Just because of how good the Oilers' defensive prowess is, they're second in the league in goals against since Chris has taken over. The Oilers are 26 and six. Uh, you know they got or or, or sorry, uh, first in the league of the penalty kill. They've been second in the league in goals against during this stretch where they've gone 24 and three. David, 24 and three over the last 27 games. The only critic, Bob, is is PK Subban, and he and, and his opinions just seem at this point, Bob, they seem a little ridiculous, honestly, because he's complaining about their defensive play. I mean, under Knobloch, this is the amazing thing. 
about Chris Knobloch's time coaching this team. They've scored this many goals in the past. They're at 3.8 goals per game under yeah. Knobloch. They've, they've reached that before. under Wood. That was a fairly typical total, actually, around there under Jay Woodcroft. But they're defensively, they're allowing 2.3 goals against per game under Knobloch. And, um, you know, heading into this year, I said if the Oilers, I, I think this team's capable of allowing just 2.5 goals against this year. That was after, last year it was 3.1. And it just wasn't good enough. It wasn't close to good enough in the playoffs where they collapsed. But I thought if they got it together and played a better system and all bared down, they could get to 2.5. So Knobloch has them below that. And the defensive structure and the defensive intensity, the sh- shorter shifts, um, lack of bad line changes, lack of bad pinches, this is incredible um, level of play. The, in terms of, and, it, and it's not like they're not doing it with mirrors. They're getting six more grade A shots per game than the other team. The orders are getting... The orders are getting 16, and they're giving up about 10 grade-A shots a game. That, that, is an inc- that is incredible. That's about two grade-A shots less per game than under Woodcroft on average, and they're, they're having about the same number four. So this is a great team, Bob. This is a great team. How did uh, fans in oil country, at least the ones you communicated with, David Staples, Calta Hockey, how did they respond to the Vancouver Canucks jumping the queue again and going out and getting Elias Lindholm? I think I think people are justifiably worried about the Canucks. Um, well, they're good. They're, they are ahead <laughs> of Edmonton right now in the standings. They got a good team. And they got a great goalie, right? Like if they didn't have that, if they didn't have Demko in that, I don't think people would be worried. But because they have the great goalie, you just never know what's going to happen in a seven-game series. Demko could come in, and he he is fantastic. Um, so, and then they, they they have you know they have scoring and under Tockett, they are an incredibly intense, disciplined defensive hockey team. So you have a combination of you know a team that can can score that has some great offensive talent. Great goaltending and and um, superior defensive play. This is a this is a very scary team right now, and that's how I see. And, and you know, people were hoping. You know, uh, there was a lot of noise earlier in the week. You helped stir it up. That was good. About it's not my. I just all I you said was Mac to you. Yeah, I, I said that that'd be the guy to go get. Yeah, you were just you were just um, you know dreaming big, and that's good, right? Like and. It would have been nice, but I mean, obviously the Oilers didn't have the cap space right now. Um, I, I don't know why the Flames didn't wait, honestly, a little bit till more. If, if they had waited another month, you think more teams might have the cap space to get Lindholm, and maybe they would be a bigger market for him. Nonetheless, they got a good return. But I, I just think Vancouver really hit a home run with that deal. I, like I'm not. I think Lindholm is kind. Of, to me, he's kind of like the R and H of the Flames. He's a really good. Uh, yep. He's a superior support player. He doesn't drive the play though. But I mean, R and H can be a really good player. The only difference so, is he's a he's better in the faceoff circle and he's a right yeah. shot. I'd say R and H has a higher offensive ceiling. I think that's right. I, yeah, I don't know about Lindholm penalty killing. R and H is a is a has become a really good penalty so, killer as well. So so now now that uh, both uh, Lindholm and Monahan who went to Winnipeg today are gone, yep. who would would you foresee Oilers fans having the most interest in, David? 
Well, the name of Adam Henrique comes up again and again and again, and he seems like a good hockey player. But, um, you know, I, I have an unpopular opinion, Bob, and I, don't, I actually don't think the Oilers need to do a lot. I, I, think Ken, I think the Oilers will do something big. This is Ken, maybe Ken Holland's last year as a full GM. Last chance at a Stanley Cup where he's in charge, probably. So you'd expect him to try to do something big. But I, I, think, I personally think this team is good enough. And I think for sure they're going to be adding a depth defenseman because Ken Holland always adds a depth defenseman. I could see them needing, like, if in terms of need, maybe they need a big center. Like, if they don't think Ryan McLeod is their third-line center going into the playoffs, that he might be better on the wing, they might need a big center. And maybe Sissons from uh, Nashville will fill, fill the bill there if he's available. But... Um, for me, I, I just I think this is a great team. I don't know if you want to mess with the chemistry that they have going. Yeah, you know it's interesting. I just got to get your thoughts on one more thing here. Uh, Todd McClellan let go today by the Vegas or by the LA Kings. They've only won three of their last 17 games. So Jay Woodcroft and McClellan let go of in the same year. And I, and I you know, I was on uh, Regina Radio today, and I just said like. You know, he's like they underperformed in the playoffs. I'm like, what are you talking about? They had no, there's no way, there's no way they should have taken the Oilers to seven two years ago. They didn't have Drew Doughty. He's leading the league in ice time this year at 26 minutes. I can't believe they got Edmonton to to seven that year. And you know, you can make an argument once they were up three nothing in game four, leading the series two games to one. They should have closed out that series. Were you surprised Todd got let go? Yes, I, I, and um, so I hope it's a mistake. I think it's a mistake. First, I, I just think he's a, he's he's the right coach for that team. That team is going to win with systems play, hard nosed defensive hockey systems play, and Todd McClellan can can coach that kind of hockey. So I I think it's a mistake, and I'm obviously I hope it's a mistake because I'm an Oilers fan. Um, so I mean Bob, that team was so we watched everyone in all country watched those games. Those that's those series were so tight, so tough. I didn't want to see the Oilers uh, under Todd McClellan play uh, L.A. again in the playoffs this year. Um, that would be hard to beat them three years in a row. And, you know, they've got some young players coming on like Quinton Byfield. So, yeah, I'm, I'm actually wow. kind of relieved that they let him go because you I don't know. It's you know, it's interesting, though. Two, two coaches that coach a hybrid defensive system, right? And there's a belief that that hybrid, when you're playing a low three-on-three, and I know you've done a little bit of coaching yourself. You know I'm a big proponent of zone D, and yeah, which is too. what Knobloch has coached. And I'm not as big a proponent as man-on-man uh, man D low defensively because you get, especially in playoffs, you can get beat off picks and cycles a lot easier that way because the refs don't call as much. And yeah. they're both gone in the same years. I mean, if you had told me at the start of the year, remember, L.A. just re-upped Todd for another year. <laughs> yeah. If you had told me that both Todd and Jay would be gone, I would have been like, wow, not a chance. The Oilers' defensive system under Knobloch is outstanding. I mean, we saw how good the zone was against Vegas when Vegas played it against us last year. McDavid yeah. and Drysdale could not penetrate the inner slot. So, yeah, I think it is the way to go in the NHL. With the speed of the players, you just can't stick with them man on man. They're, they're too fast. It, it happens too fast, so you need to play a zone. From the cult so, of hockey, David Sables. Hey, David, just to wrap up, hey, uh, no political talk, but I'm hearing uh, rumors that oil exploration is uh, going to, and uh, production is going to be seeing a significant uptick here. Are you hearing that? 
Well, I wouldn't be surprised, Bob. There's uh, stuff going on in the Middle East, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Thanks, Bob. Dave, thanks for doing this. How do people follow you on Twitter? At the Cult of Hockey. Awesome stuff. Say hi to Bruce. Say hi to uh, Kurt for us, okay? Will do. Thanks, Bob. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That is David Staples from the Cult of Hockey. It is... 6.45 in Edmonton, Reed Wilkins coming up to do a crossover and talk a little bit about the U of A, talk a little about the Edmonton Oilers and the skills competition. You're listening to Oilers Now Live from Claire Drake Arena. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30 Chad. At the skills competition in Toronto, Connor McDavid has won the stick handling and fastest skater events. Leon Dreisaitl second in the accuracy event. Just had David Staples on from the Cult of Hockey. He's our Oilers Now headliner for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And on this date, 2012, Sam Gagne becomes the first NHL player in 23 years with eight points in a regular season game, factoring in all eight Oilers goals in an 8-4 win over Chicago at a sold-out Rex Hall place. He had four goals, four helpers, victimized the Blackhawks' goaltending duo of Ray Emery and Corey Crawford. That's this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. You can join us on an exclusive four-day road trip to Dallas to see the Oilers play the Stars in April. Visit newestravel.com. Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports is here. We're here at Claire Drake Arena. Cam Moon's in town a day early. Didn't talk to him the entire break. Now, was that your first year, 12-13, doing the uh, pre and post? No, I was producing your show. Oh, okay. So I was at the eight-point game doing some post-game interviews in the locker room, getting, get, doing what Escott does now, getting some tapes. So, no, I was not doing overtime open line I that year. I can't believe I didn't. 13-14 was the first year I did it. Okay, and it's been Where all... they started 4-15-2. and two. Yeah, well, it's your fault. And you've got nothing to do with <laughs> well, this. Well, they actually were, had a worse start this year in terms of the first 12 or 13 games. Well, then well that team didn't have the firepower to win 16 straight, has like, been all like this fi- one does. Has it all been firepower, or is that what's fun right now? Is it has it well, all? Well, general, just general goodness. All right. Uh, you like being here? Bob, this is honestly one of my favorite places in the whole world. So thank you for uh, giving me a, a kick uh, to do the show here. Because we usually, want, well, it's not true because when you were in the, at noon to two, uh, but you'd come on with me when I would be six to eight doing yeah. it. We'd usually do a, try to do a show or two from here. No, this is, I love being here. And this is a big series. I mean, I don't know if I have ever attended a U of A UBC game in which the Bears Are the were under- the underdogs. And quite frankly, I think probably decided underdogs in yeah, this one. Yeah, and he didn't even, I, we, we talked to uh, Sven Butchon before the game. He didn't even want to go down that path. I'm like, you got the deeper team, man. Like, yeah. And they walloped Alberta earlier this year, the two games out in Vancouver. It did not go well for the Golden Bears. Well, but, he, but Sven, we both had the chance to talk to him, and he's not going to say that about his program until he maybe puts up one of these. That's right in front of us, one of these and, banners, right? And I the mean, coach so. on the other side's won two of them. I mean, right. Alberta's program's been so good, they've had six different head coaches win national championships. Yeah. It's pretty hard to do. All right, what do you got coming up on Inside Sports? We will, besides keeping people updated on this game, I will have the commissioner of the BCHL on the show and the commissioner of the AJHL right. on the show, both of them. Yeah, you've Finally been all, getting comment uh, you, from you, both of them. You've been all over this? I've had, like, I don't know if I've been all over it, but I've tried to keep a prize, and it was a little frustrating because people were talking to me, but it was 
I can't say anything on the record, or there's stuff I could tell you, but I can't say it yet. So it's nice to have the people at the top of each league at least giving some comment on how, what's happened the last two weeks from their perspective and what might happen down the road because I think that's the real story is the fallout from this. You're going to have on Monday, Mac T's going to join you on Oilers now. Thank you for filling in. We're flying into Vegas. The Oilers return to practice. Of course, the All-Star Games tomorrow, skills competition tonight, All-Star Game tomorrow. Oilers 5 o'clock p.m. practice on Sunday night, 11 a.m. practice on Monday. We fly 2 30-ish into uh, Vegas. How much are you looking forward to the Oilers and the Golden Knights on Tuesday? Well, I, I was already looking forward to that game when the schedule came out, <laughs> but now even even more so that they got a chance to tie the record. And you know Vegas. I mean, now we're seeing teams want to be the one that ends it, right? It's yeah. it's a little extra oomph to a lot of preseason games. So that'll be fun. Who else do I have besides Mac T? Is he coming into Chet? Uh, no, he's going to do a phoner because okay. he's going down to the States. Mac T on Mondays brought to you by Contract Equipment Limited. Daily faceoffs, Frank Saravalli for the horses in Horse Racing, Alberta. Again, live racing at Century Mile Racetrack returns May the 4th. And we will have uh, wave bathroom renovations. Uh, farm report, and we'll give you an update right now. It's tied at two after one down in Texas. Xavier Borgo has a shorthanded goal for the Bakersfield Condors. Uh, I want to uh, thank again Angie Quinnell on short notice for turning it around and helping us out here. Angie, thank you very much. Oh, man. Nicely done, Kellen. You were paying attention. This is like my favorite U2 song of all time. It has been a sort of homecoming here. Reed Wilkins with Inside Sports after a Thomas Dias Global News Weather Traffic Update. So long, everybody, for now. From Oilers Now, Reed's got you on Monday. No, it's time to go.